Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Underestimate Podcast. I'm Kenobi. And I'm Jeff. And how are you today? I am great. How are you? I've been doing good. Oh, I started playing Spider-Man. And so far, it's... Well, I, I won't give a lot of my thoughts yet. I'll save it for when we do an actual episode on it. But so far, I like it. So today's episode, we are talking about... A Way Out, which is a video game made by Hazelight Studios, and some 2024 games and news about new games coming out. Mm-hmm. So we both played A Way Out. Uh, I think we beat it the 23rd. We beat it in about five hours, closer to six. It's pretty short, but it's a really good game for how short it is. It's on all consoles except for Switch. Uh, it's great. Uh, it's made by Hazelight Studios, which made uh, It Takes Two, which is another one of their, which is their most popular game, which won Game of the Year. So what are your uh, thoughts on A Way Out? Uh, it a way out is I would in some ways I liked it better than it takes two and in some ways it I think it takes two is better um it came out before it takes two in 2018 I think and um it it's really fun and it's in some ways it's disappointing that it's so short but in others it's perfect because like we beat it really quickly and it delivered like a quick um really good story and spoilers like you probably should play the game before listening to this because uh the so the ending doesn't get spoiled but um like the it it delivered a really quick a really impactful and emotional story at the end. And I just thought that it was really good. Yeah, it was totally a game that I had no idea that it was in real game until I learned more about Hazelight Studios. And it's it's great. And I totally agree with you on some ways. I like It Takes Two better and some ways I like this better. It's more of the length of it, really. This game is well. You can probably beat it in six hours. We beat it in less than six hours, but like average, I would say eight hours or something. It's pretty short. But it takes two. It's like twelve to thirteen. We beat it in thirteen. So it's kind of mixed with the lengths of the games. I don't think a length of a game really matters as long as they get the story right without any noticeably noticeable uh like throwing stuff that fill in in the game to make it longer. Like it takes two, there was none of that. A way out, there was none of that at all think everything that was there in the game needed to be in there 
they could definitely add a little bit more to the characters if they wanted to. Just a little more flashbacks, maybe. Uh, but overall, it's a great game. And it's usually, I'm pretty sure it's usually on sale on the PlayStation Store, at least. So I got it for $5, which was a great price for the game. And I have it digitally. And it's just so fun to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... You played as Vincent, and I played as Leo. And, um, would, like, would you have, uh, like, picked to play as Leo instead if you had known? Nope. What the? Nope. Hmm. Uh, so, as... I mean, they're cool and all, but I, I, while playing the game... I was uh, making fun of uh, Leo the whole time, and so that's why I wouldn't want to be Leo. But Vincent, wait, I'm you were Leo, right? Yeah, I was Leo. Okay, I was Vincent, and he's just cool. And I mean, they're both really cool characters. But he kind of reminded me of Walter White from Breaking Bad. And I was talking about that a lot while playing the game. I mean, if he had, like, a hat and he has the, like, goatee, he has the look. So, I, I don't know. He just looks like it. But I know it's not the same actor. Um, yeah, I think the character development, and in it, it takes two as well. Uh, and... And a way out. They were. They both had. Uh, they both had great character development on the characters, and um, it for for a way out. Like full spoiler warning for anyone who hasn't played the game. Um, this will spoil the entire game, and will make it not as fun to play. Um, but in the end, when uh, when Vincent is supposed to kill Leo, like you can tell that he doesn't really want to. And when they're fighting, there there are parts where he's like, "You killed my brother," and he's like saying stuff where he's trying to justify it, but you can tell that he doesn't want to kill him. And I like how there are two endings. But both of the endings are sad, and they both end in character deaths. So there's no, there's no good ending or bad ending. I mean, like there's you can have like an opinion on I prefer this ending, but there's no like, uh, you got the happy ending or you got the other ending, um, which I sort of liked. It was really sad, and uh, we got the ending where Vincent killed Leo because um you as Vincent uh there's a part at the the climax where you were supposed to it was like both of us trying to get to the gun first to shoot each other and you had to do it by tapping a button I think yeah it was like you were mashing square I think we both played on uh PlayStation so for us, I think it was Square. 
And I would like to say I'm very good at, well, somewhat good at mashing buttons, especially for Mario Party. Yeah, so that's, that's why we got the ending. Yeah, that that's, we got. that's what I was about to say. You you won because um you are you've played a lot of Mario Party, so you're good at the button mashing. Um. So, yeah i I had known what was gonna happen before because I had seen playthroughs of it before like before i had decided like before we were going to play the game so if i had known that we would have played the game then i wouldn't have watched it because then because it like i knew how it would end um but just hazelight studios is a great company like it's they're a great developer and i I cannot wait to to play more of their games. And hopefully, yeah, definitely, their games are great. And every time there's a Hazelight game now, I'm gonna buy it. There's no way I'm not gonna buy it after their two great games that they've made. Yeah. Um. And in It Takes Two, there was a little reference to a way out where if you go into this room. Uh, when you're shrunken down, you're in a little kid's room, and you go to you're like you're in like a like a, I don't know you you find this little room, and inside are two action figures of um, Vincent and Leo from A Way Out, and I thought that was a nice little Easter egg. Yeah, especially being. Uh... A great game. Both are phenomenal games. I would totally recommend both of those games to anybody that hasn't played it. Which I don't know why you haven't. You, uh, if you haven't played the game and you're still listening to this, you either don't care about the ending, or uh, you're just too lazy to pause it. I don't know why, but you should totally go play the game. It's a great game. I would say Hazelight Studios. Is super underrated. I don't think any. They need more appreciation of their work. Their second game that they've made was Game of the Year. It's it's crazy to think about that. But it's. I I love this game and I loved it takes two. And now Brothers, a tale of two sons. A remake is coming out next year. And we are going to play it. And maybe even the first non-remake. The original one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Honestly, I feel like that's pretty much it. It was a really fun game. And it had a great story, great gameplay, great characters. And... Um, uh, like, also great acting, too. Um, but the only thing I don't like about the game is when you get a gun in the game and when you start shooting it, I hate the combat so much. It reminded me a lot of Uncharted, the first one, where the combat was, it's just so weird and it feels blocky me. So that's the only thing that I would complain about a lot 
is that it's the combat is just not great and it's pretty bad. I thought you were gonna complain about Leo. Yep. So what would you rate it out of uh, ten? I would give it. What did I give? It takes two. I think I give it a nine. Yeah. Then I would give this. I would give this also a nine. It was really good, and I can't. I feel like it's hard to compare it to It Takes Two because they're so different, and they're both great. And yeah, I recommend it. Although, if hopefully, if you're listening to this, you have played it. So. Yeah, I would also give it a nine. I think I also gave It Takes Two a nine. Both are just so good and poorly should be a way out especially should be recognized more i mean it takes two one game of the year so more people know about it but a way out is as good as it takes two and needs to be appreciated more yeah um so yeah ready to move on to the next thing Yes, so this year of, well, last year of 2023, it was a huge game gaming year with Spider-Man 2, Jedi Survivor, Tears of the Kingdom, Baldur's Gate 3, Resident Evil 4 Remake, and so many more games. Gollum. That this, <laughs> Lord of the Rings Gollum. Uh, that 2024 might have a hard time competing with 2023 but this gaming year it's still pretty good i would say to start off the year we have tekken 8 the last of us remastered part two uh the like a dragon game that's coming out alone in the dark uh remake and then February is a really packed month for gaming. We start off with uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Then we have, I don't know the order, but Skulls and Bones, uh, a, a Mario game. I think it's Mario vs. Donkey Kong remake. Uh... T- uh Tomb Raider, one and two, one, two, and three remastered. Uh, what else? Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons, which we mentioned earlier in the episode, and that's just for February. And for March, we're getting Rise of the Ronin, which it's. I've heard it's a Souls-like uh, game that's like Ghost of Tsushima, in which we reviewed Ghost of Tsushima here on the podcast, which you can go listen to that episode if you want to. And I'm definitely going to play Rise of the Ronin mm-hmm. when it comes out. I'm going to buy it on day one, and I just can't wait for that. Yeah, same. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to buy it day one, 
but I am going to buy it as soon as I can. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. There's also, are you just covering games coming out in February right now? Well, I'm not March. Oh, okay. So, yeah, um, there's, well, when do you want to talk about the games that don't really have a release date, but we know they're coming out in 2024? I was going to talk about those next. All right. Okay, so most of these games coming out in 2024 still don't have a release date, but the, these, the list of games just sounds amazing. There's Jedi Outlaws, not Jedi, not Jedi Outlaws, Star Wars Outlaws comes out next year, which is a little bit like GTA, but in Star Wars. It's not about Jedi, it's not about Sith, it's not about the Rebellion, or the Empire, or any, like, main game topics. It's about this bounty hunter, and, like, Job of the Hut, like, the Underworld. So if anybody else has heard of the game, cancelled Star Wars game, called Star Wars 1313, which was about Jango Fett, in Coruscant, and that was, it's kind of like, well, Jedi Outlaws in 1313 were kind of the same idea, except Outlaws is not going to be set in Coruscant, it's got to be a bigger game, and it's not about a character we know of. Mm-hmm. And that is coming out next year. We also have Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door remake, which I'm going to buy day one. I'm excited, pretty excited for that. Have you played the original? I have not. I do not have a GameCube. Mm. Um, there's also uh, Assassin's Creed Codename Red, which comes out, well... Supposedly, it's coming out sometime in 2024. Um, we don't have an official release date, though. Uh, but it's a... It's more... It's going back to the more RPG style of Assassin's Creed games, which I know a lot of people don't like, but I haven't played any of the RPG Assassin's Creed games, so I'm... Excited to see how it turns out. And it's also set in feudal Japan, which is great. If you've listened to other stuff, you've, you might know that I really like that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I'm excited for that. And um, yeah. There's also Hades 2 coming out next year, which is only on PC. I would have played the first Hades game if Hades 2 was coming out on consoles, but I it's not, so I don't think I'm going to play it until we get a console release date, if it's even coming to console. Uh, there's also... Uh, what's the monkey game? Hmm? Called again? What's, what's the monkey game? 
called? Oh, yeah, Black Myth Wukong. Black Myth Wukong is also coming out next year, which is also another Souls-like game, which that one, I hope to buy day one. I don't know what it is about, but I want to play that, and I want to try to get into some Souls-like games. Mm-hmm. I need more difficult games. I mean, I'm playing Final Fantasy 16 right now. That's kind of challenging a little bit, but I've only died like four times. And usually, like when I was playing Jedi Survivor, I was dying left and right. So hmm. I want more challenging games. Yeah. Play, like Souls-like. I've never played a Souls-like game or, or any like any Souls games, anything like that. Um, I want to play Bloodborne first. Which looks, it just looks awesome. Uh, and then I do want to get Black Myth Wukong, but I don't know when I will. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, other than announcing another category for the Yump Awards. Oh, yes. So, Yump Awards in March, hopefully. Uh, I think we're still trying to watch more stuff that came out in 2023 so we can add yeah. more stuff to the list. Have you seen A Haunting in Venice yet? I have not because I can't find where to watch the first one. They're not connected. I know they're not connected, but I I don't know. Maybe if I can't find where to watch the first one for free, then I'll just watch Haunting in Venice. Okay. I'm going to announce best comedy. So, uh, like, which of these movies did you think was the best comedy movie this year? Uh, and the nominees are Next Goal Wins, which is the Taiko Waititi one, um, Barbie, Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods. I'm not sure how that got on there. And the Wait, Marvels. that's on there? Yeah. What's the, what's the one after that? And the Marvels. Um, why? What? Oh, I put that on there. Yeah. So, uh, again, I'll put in, I'll put a poll in the episode. Although, we're still behind on the polls, so it it's gonna be. Uh, I think this episode that you're listening to right now, the poll will be for um. Uh, what well, the I think the poll will be for best sci fi thing, but um, yeah, just it really helps us if you vote for the Yump Awards. Like, go back a few episodes, and it will have um, it will have all the the polls for you to vote on the Yump Awards. There are only like two or three so far. And, yeah. So, uh, is that all for this episode? Yes. Thank you for listening to this episode. We will be back next week with another episode uh, where I think we're probably going to talk about um, Rebel Moon Moon and Guardians, or What If Season 2. So... It really helps us if you go to Spotify and vote on the Yump Awards. 
and like that really helps us a lot and also if you um, follow us on apple podcasts or spotify or wherever and also tell your friends about our podcast uh write us a review on apple podcasts just like you know help spread the word about our podcast and thank you hope to see you guys next week